Welcome to Cringe and Crumble, the podcast where we dive into real-life experiences and raw, unfiltered conversations about life, dating, and relationships. Join us as we share our own stories with those of our guests that will inspire you to connect with others in a new light. Whether it's overcoming heartbreak, navigating the dating world, or finding new ways to live in your truth, we've got you covered. So buckle up and let's get ready to cringe and crumble. Well, hello. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you, Tranesha? I'm good. I say surface level good, but I'm really relaxed right now. Me too. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, this rosé is pretty good, actually. Yeah, we're drinking rosé. It's mean, called The Beach. We live yeah. on the beach. We drink the beach. We do. It's the sister of The Whispering Angel. So if you can't find Whispering Angel, you always should get The Beach. Yeah. No, yeah, it's it's, it's pretty good rosé. I like it. It really is. Thanks for buying it. Of course. <laughs> I mean, we'll be in video. We keep saying that, but we will soon. But I kind of want to just dive into this episode because this is a good episode. Every episode we do is always good, but... Let's talk about this. Is basically kind of based on rom coms. It's like the mm-hmm. happily ever after happens mostly in the rom coms, but can it happen to you? Right. Mm-hmm. So this episode is entitled "Friend Zone to the End Zone." We're navigating the transition from friendship to romance. So <laughs> this is exciting because I think we kind of touched on, you know, friendship, men and women. But let's kind of discuss the potential risks and rewards of taking the leap from the friendship to romance. And let's kind of provide some tips and stuff of how we should navigate that. What yeah. Do you think? yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, yes. <laughs> yes. And, and also to prepare for this um, episode, I, I actually forged you this article, but I thought it was really great. And if anyone out there is kind of, you know, kind of, you know, tiptoeing on that, I want to go from the friend zone to the end zone, which basically means you want to go from that friend zone into a romantic relationship I recommend this article from bride.com how do I get to bride.com I have no idea but I made it there (laughs) and this article is entitled how to go from just friends to dating according to an expert and in this case the expert is Dr. Darcy Sterling and what I do like about this article which um hopefully you guys can read it, is that it it does, she just recommends at the end of the day, you do your due diligence on what it is that you want from this friendship that's going to go into a a romantic relationship. So, um, and she kind of gives some hints um, and to kind of get you into that. And I think it kind of got our brains kind of rolling too, like of have you had a good best friend Mm -hmm. where you've decided that, you know what, I really like this best friend and I want to brisk it to see if they want to be in a romantic relationship. And I think the two questions that she did ask that you do ask yourself before we leap into this, navigating this um, friendship to relationship, is that the question that you should ask yourself, number one, is like, are you both single? And that's not just for yourself, but that's for the other spouse, I mean, the other person as well. And the other question is, are you both looking for the same type of relationship? And her expertise on this is that if both those answers are yes, this is a go. And if they are both no, or if like one's no and another's yes, you're kind of going to be risking this friendship. Um, and nine out of 10, it probably is not going to end in the end zone. Um, but with that being said, I, I really want you, Vanessa, to kind of <laughs> lead us into like, you know, you know, how does this actually work? Like, you know what's the dynamics? How's it going to change? Like, what do we look for? Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, the first thing is, um, 
let's let's go back to a question that we've asked in a separate episode where can a male and female um friendship like or I'm going to call it best friendship because there's a difference between friendship and a best friendship, right? So can they actually be best friends without someone being attractive to one to one or the other? Okay? Uh, a completely opinion based for me. But I don't think so. I think if you're that close to somebody in, in the opposite sex and the, and the sex that you're attracted to to begin with, there has to be some form of attraction to Correct. even spend that much time and effort. Mm-hmm. Um, that is, a, you know, I, I that's a very debatable thing to it talk is. about. I just believe that there always is some sort of form of attraction whether it's physical or mental or you know emotionally there's there's something agreed and it it may not be on both sides but at least one of the other has that attraction level Mm -hmm. and and yeah it's a ticking time bomb in in a sense i think so too yeah it's i think there's something is almost inevitable if they're that close Mm -hmm. you know is there's it's almost inevitable for it to happen at least once you know And then, you know, there's a claim of like, well, oh, he's like my brother or she's like my sister. Like that whole sibling effect. Like, is that real? No. Let me tell you something. I watch Caught in the Act. I won't won't lie. (laughs) (laughs) On VH1. (laughs) You've talked about this show before. (laughs) And these people, they were best friends and they're like brothers and sisters. But Mm -hmm. then they started getting. And so the crazy thing with that, and that's why I'm kind of like, I'm very, I'm with you. I'm very iffy on the whole brother and sister thing because- they start crossing the line to the point to where this gentleman's actually in a relationship, in a two-year relationship, but then he's crossing the line with his best friend because all the other friends are kind of co-signing. That, oh, mm. you two should be together. Right. But this is also a good dynamic if it wasn't for the third, the, if it wasn't for the real girlfriend in this situation, it was just you two. Yeah. Because you're getting that co-sign from friends that you guys look great together and you're starting to spend more time with this person and next thing you know, he is emotionally involved with this person. Right. Yeah, I did. I brought that up. I mean, power of persuasion. I think that's a real thing too. If somebody keeps telling you, "Hey, you guys look would look like a good cup, like a good couple, a good couple, a good couple," <laughs> where did that come from? I'm not from the south. Maybe I'm hanging out with you too long. You're a good couple. You should look pretty, girl. No, I don't. Um, then I feel like. At some point, somebody's gonna believe it. You know, you really are. Even if you back do. to my Jersey accent. <laughs> Let me get back to East Coast mode here, because I am. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I just get back. I can't stop laughing off of that. I hope everyone else love that. Um, but no, because you talk. That's true, though. You can't speak that it don't exist, and they probably don't even like each other until people keep saying, like, you guys look great right. together. And then you start looking at each other in a different light, and you're like, well, maybe this person is attractive. And you're kind of like, okay, like, let's just ride this wave. Um, but that's neither here nor there. I kind of diverted from what you were talking about, the sibling effect. So Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm back on the couple thing. <laughs> but right, it's, you know, it's it's... You know, you could there's there could be situations where, you know, you grew up with um, a person you've known each other since before you were even born. Your parents are friends. You know, it's like a a family dynamic where everybody, you know, it's it's like 
your mom is like my aunt, even though we're not related kind of thing. Oh, yes. You know that what I mean? The, and also going to be like a little bit of peer pressure, friends. right? Because, mm-hmm. the you know, the best friends want their siblings, they want their kids to be married and they can be like a real family yeah. or something. Right. Mm. But that, that, yeah, it's neither here nor there. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I guess going back to the topic, like, I don't know. I don't think it could happen. I don't think you could just be best friends. I'm sorry. I just don't. No, you unless can't. unless you're gay, you know, I just don't see it happening if you are attracted to the opposite sex or the same sex. Or, you know what? I, you know how? You know what I mean? But I don't think so. No, yeah. I don't think so. But I mean, neither here nor there. But let's look at the positive side of that. Even mm-hmm. if you are best friends, you guys did cross the line because nine is out of ten, you're gonna cross that line. Like you said, because we can't be best friends without having some type of attraction to each right, other. Right, or curiosity. Basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, okay, this is where we're at. So now the question you have to ask yourself is why? Right. Right? Why? I mean, why would you Why would you do this? Like, why would you mm-hmm. take that extra step, right? Mm-hmm. Why would you? I think most of the time, it you know, if it happens, it's because your relationship and the bond between you two has been deepened, mm. you know? So it just, it makes more, it makes a lot of sense because you know this person, you've gotten to know this person on a different level, even if it was quote unquote friendship, mm-hmm. a lot has been shared and exposed and you can see how this person deals with his problems or her problems with their reaction to things, what they like, what they don't like, um, the kind of woman that they're looking for or man that they're looking for. Mm -hmm. And you already know those things. And so when you share the same interests and when you share the same values and share the same, um, if you want the same things in your relationship, it's only natural. You share that natural progression to the next level. Exactly. Exactly. I I agree with everything you're saying Mm -hmm. because it's like they've seen you through your ups and downs in relationships. You've probably seen that person and they've shown up for you and navigated in ways that, you know, none of your partners have done in a relationship. And you just realize the person that you really need in your life or really want is standing right there in front of you as cliche as that sounds like you're a rom-com right now for sure um but but then you do like you start replaying those scenarios over in your head that this probably is something that the natural progression is the next step of maybe we should move to the next level right yeah so then that kind of gets us into what are some of the situations and behaviors that indicate that you and that person um are ready to move into a romantic relationship right so, I mean, there's a couple of signals. <laughs> Let's go through all of them. We got nothing but time. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, at first it's just the, you know, you increase emotional intimacy, right? Like, what does that mean? Like, like what sparked the feeling to begin with, right? Yeah. Like, what, you know, what changed? What happened? Like, where do we become friends to like, wow, like, I'm thinking about you a lot, and I like, and I can't wait to talk to you. And I feel so. Tell me what sparks your interest, and what makes you think. What what would do that for you? I'm just hypothetically. I think you know. It it's 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 hard to say because you know for I let me I just talked about my own experience where, um. I had mentioned before in, in a previous episode when I had um, my ex-boyfriend, I had met him because he was my roommate. Mm-hmm. And um, he was only my roommate. I didn't think anything of him but as my roommate. Like, I had a life. I was working. I was dating somebody else. Like, I was just living my life. 
And so was he. So I just, you know, we said hi and bye. Like we chit chat, small talk. But that's it. Right. And then when we did text, it was over like random house shit. Right. Like the microwave is broken or the landlord oh, yes, came by. Oh, did share this. Yeah. yeah. And then, you know, I wasn't dating anybody at the time and neither was he. And I didn't know that. I, I thought he had a girlfriend at one point, but I just wasn't paying attention. And then he was, uh, he started to talk to me about, like he would text me about other things other than house things. Or we would talk about house things, but make it funny and make it like very similar. You know, it, it'll spark a conversation outside of regular like standardized, hey, we need to pay the rent kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So what happened there with me was uh, he gained my interest with like friendship and laughter and la- and laughter and I it was think over time. He it basically was o- he was building slowly, right? To you trusting him, kind of like you're still trusting him, but on a different level, right? Yeah. And then you're having those like I don't know, not childish, but like. What's the right word for that? I, I know exactly what you're saying. It's yeah. just, it's that building of... Uh, he, Emotional intimacy, yeah. right? Because we're asking different questions now to mm-hmm. each other. Like, you know, it starts off with, like, what kind of foods do you like to, like, you know, how long were you in your li- your last relationship? Like, what happened to your last relationship? And then now, now we're getting a little bit more intimate emotionally, and I'm getting to know him as a as a person. I'm somehow taking interest. You went from my roommate to my friend to, like, now I'm interested. So mm-hmm. there's like a spark that happened there. And I don't know. You don't know the exact moment when the spark snapped no, or happened. But, but I think I remember the feelings like vividly of when I started to miss him. Like when I was looking at my phone for his text. When I was, um, you know, waiting for like I was laughing at everything he says. Like that that went from, you know, night to day. Like it just it happened out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I think that was the spark right there. And I think that can happen even with like a best friend. <laughs> no, it, it probably you could. Know? And then you like, I like yours because it was built over time. Mm-hmm. And, but then like you said, you start missing that individual, you know, it's those little things like that. If you're mm-hmm. like looking for those text messages or you're looking forward to those phone calls and if you're starting to notice like, oh, that person didn't call you today and you're feeling a certain type of way, it's kind of like your intuition or your you know, telling you like there's something more that's there. Yeah. And if you listen to your gut, nine cents out of 10, it's always correct. Right. And I think it was beautiful in your situation. Granted, you're broken up so fucking like, <laughs> yeah. at the time it made sense and it so, did it did yeah it, so you I think that's great that we talked about the increased emotional intimacy but then you can also think about the mutual flirting right mm-hmm. and you start you know you guys would banter a little bit you'd flirt a little bit right and you you think about that you know um if your flirting is being reciprocated from that person and individual mm-hmm. that's also another indicator that something could be more than just friendship Right, right. And I think that, you know, at that point, it's like, okay, like something's happening here. Like, you know, right? Like, yeah. you, if you're not, like, if you're if bowling the, and he's trying to teach you how to bowl, he's touching your lower back. No one touches the lower back. That's a very special <laughs> spell for right. the right person. Right, exactly. And so I think it's, you know, once you, you establish there's like an emotional connection with this person, with your friend that you've known your whole life. <laughs> yes. Like all of a sudden you start missing them and or you're a little jealous of like they're not making time for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's establish that you've already caught feelings. Okay. So mm-hmm. now the next part is the flirting and you just double check um, at this point. 
if he's doing it back, right? Yeah, like he's if, reciprocating it. If he's reciprocating. And if he's not reciprocating it back, stop those breaks. But in this positive exactly. episode, but in this positive episode, he is reciprocating it back and because we're gonna go to that end zone. Yeah, exactly. Because it, you know, if he's not reciprocating it back, you just need to take a mental note and mm-hmm. and and read that relationship and know like you know when you need to just be aware of that. And yeah. it'll save you a lot of heartache. You know, you don't want to um, you don't want to be engaging in, in the next steps if you know, if you don't see the reciprocation coming back to you. But Thanks. he is reciprocating in this in this case scenario. He is. Right. Which is great. Right. And and that's OK. And then you progress. So you're so, both aware of the risk. Yes, you are. <laughs> so now you're progressing to what now? You're spending more time together. Exactly. So you're building up that emotion and intimacy. You're flirting to the next level. And now you're spending more time together. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's a big sign. Like, uh, you know, we're, we're going pretty good here. Yeah. I mean, that's it's like at that point, like. If you're, what do you? Why are you holding back? Right. Yeah. Like, if you feel like every day you need to see this person, right. or every other day you're just like, I need to talk to that person. You're missing that person. That person's becoming a big, significant part of your existence. Yeah, and I and I gotta go back to, um, you know, once you get to that that point where you're spending a lot of time together, I'm gonna go back again to like, you know, what something was always there. There was always a seed there. You, you know, and now it's being watered and those feelings are now starting to expose themselves. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think, you know, been kind of nurturing the, the those feelings. Totally. And I also think uh, from a scientific perspective, I think if you hang out, you know, with, uh, you know, if you're a straight woman and you're hanging out with a male a lot. There's going to be pheromones like thrown around left and right at, you know, whether you like it or not. Like mm-hmm. it's it's just natural like chemistry, you know, it's natural. It's, it's, it's science too. So those, that can happen regardless. So I think that, you know, at that point, if you're already having the emotional connection, if you're already sort of kind of flirting and you're, you know, you're now spending a lot of time together, like what, what's the holdup, right? Yeah. Is, is the hope, is the holdup, um, fear losing... of being, um, rejected. Exactly. Um, changing that changing that whole friendship dynamic yep right because you can't once you have crossed that line and expose your feelings for that individual and it's not reciprocated nine out of ten it's never going to be the same but in this positive situation it's going to be great yeah yeah it's going to be great and you know I think another thing like I said before with like a family dynamic if your families are intertwined in some way um, it's like a friend like a friend friend of the family mm-hmm. um that can hold you back too. You don't want to like, you don't want to have some sort of beef if it, things don't work out. Because they're right? always at your house for Thanksgiving, right? And Christmas, right. and mm-hmm. but you don't have to make it awkward. You know, that's another thing of having positive communication where you you, you just have open communication and just don't make things awkward. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you don't have to, but it could happen, and I think that's a fear that anybody would have. Just a th- at least a thought of it. You know, just be like, oh, what if things go really sour (laughs) you know but you know but that's the risk we take right Mm because you never know if you never like you never tried right you'll always be living with that regret of i should have could have would have and if that's something that you really want to do do it take the risk see what happens and you may be rewarded at the end and then this one you have been rewarded because you're gonna get into that end zone (laughs) well once you get that physical contact listen there's no more football (laughs) (laughs) You won the game, girl. You really did. Well, 
But no, I also read like, but you also got to make sure that is true. You have won the game, but I'm going to kind of flip this a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, There's this uh, one um, girl who has best. She was best friends. Her and her best friend did do the physical contact part. And it had this whole like dynamic Mm. of they've they've gone through all this great our different levels. Right. Mm -hmm. But then, you know, that friend was just like, you know, I like you, but I don't like you like that. So after the physical contact, now she's mentally distraught because this guy mm-hmm. has basically tried to turn their friendship from a mutual best friends to friends with benefits. And now you, she's stuck looking at this individual with other women in her face and they still have the same friendship group with not Ugh. other people probably knowing that they were together. Unbeknownst is only the secret between them. And so you got to be really sure about this because you don't want to be stuck in that because that can really mess you up mentally. And she did say it, she's still dealing with that impact um, to this day of mentally having basically, you, you've basically been used in a sense, but... Uh, by your best friend. By your best friend yeah. who you probably just wanted to just get straight in the zone and didn't want anything else. But yeah, I, but I mean, in this I, scenario, I don't think that's a best friend. No, we're, we're, we're on a positive. Yeah. This is a pot. This is a, a true, genuine, two genuine people. Yeah. These are two genuine humans, but yeah. just in case do you, do your due diligence and just make sure you don't end up like homegirl. Right. Um, but anyway, so let's revert back to the positive energy, which is not <laughs> negative energy. We're just telling you what's on the dark side and what's on the good side, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so let's give some examples of he's into you. He's into you. What is that? <laughs> he's into you. All right. All right. So you know he's into you when he spends more time with you than his guy friends. Oh, 100%. He's not broing out at his friends and he just wants to spend time with you to the point where his bros oh, are yeah. like, I hate you. Like, mm-hmm. why he's not hanging out? You're like, I'm not keeping him to myself. I told him to hang out with his friends, but he wants to spend him with you. Oh, yeah. That's a sign because boys love their boys. Yep. So another part of that is he makes your schedule a priority oh. and is accommodating to it. So I guess the question there is like, does he get upset when he hasn't seen you in a while or he's You've been too busy to show up. Yeah, he's getting a little jealous because he wants to see you. Mm-hmm. Because, like, most friendships, like, you know, you and I and our other mutual friends, we're pretty busy women. Yeah. And if I don't talk to you for a week, you're still my friend. And we still hang. Yeah. And we still do things. And there's zero, like... No. We don't have to make an... Ex- we don't have to have an explanation for anything. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, we just catch up. Like, wow, what a week. And this is what happened. Yeah. Right. But, but he yes. <laughs> is feeling a certain type of way. And he needs to know why you haven't been calling him. Girl, he likes you. Mm-hmm. He likes you a lot. Yes, he does. He's making you a priority. And he wants to know why you have not made him a priority. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There you go. So the next uh, sign that he's into you is he asked your opinion for everything. Even on other relationships. Okay, well, other relationships like what, though? Any kind of relationship. I mean, he could have a whole girlfriend. And ask for your opinion. Wait a minute. Is he trying to cheat with you now? What? Wait a minute. He's got a whole girlfriend. He asked you about relation. I I do think What's that happening? even if even if somebody has a girlfriend, I feel like if they're constantly trying to reach out and ask questions or, you know, hey, this girl, like whatever, I think he still has something for you. So he's basically trying to jump from one relationship to the your I relationship. I think he's just he's uh, he's subconsciously seeing how in reality, he wants his best friend and not the actual girlfriend he's with. I don't know. I he's think- kind of giving me some cheater tendencies, but I kind of get it and I don't know. I'm like, is he like trying to like groom me to be like... Well, his- he's claiming... Well, I'm just saying he's going to... Like, he's he's show- seeing this as a friend, but in reality, subconsciously, subliminally, 
my best friend's wedding. Yeah. Like he he's actually like values you so much and values your opinion and just wants to know. So he didn't want to everything. Risk it. So basically he didn't want to risk it all without being in a relationship. Yeah. So he's not putting all his eggs in one basket. He's he's got it in this one. But then if you kind of give him the green light, he's gonna jump into your lane and be like, thank you. Yeah. Bye, to the other in person. In a way, like he's prioritizing like you over okay. his girlfriend a little bit. And Honestly, that's like there's like the proof in the pudding. Like you just can't be friends. No, because you're not gonna be prioritizing your girl, mm-hmm. your girlfriend, friend over me. I will stop. Let me stop. <laughs> so then the next thing, the next sign, which is kind of like cringy. Oh, okay. what it's telling me? It's like when you notice that the girlfriend feels a certain way about you, even though like your your intentions were strictly friendship. But if she's feeling something way a certain way. It's because she's feeling it from her from her boo, which is your friend. So Ooh, yeah, that's true. You that know, like we he's... all have that gut feeling as women. You know, like if I if I was in that situation of in her situation where I'm dating mm-hmm. a guy that has a quote unquote girl best friend, yeah, there's certain gut checks that I need to make, and if they're not feeling right, I'm gonna feel a certain way about the other, the friend. You know, and I know you had talked about that one time, but let's just yeah. say like. Yeah, if it was reciprocated back because he didn't like her. I remember that. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. No, I could see that being a th- because, yeah, because that means he didn't he, put enough boundaries in his relationship. No, and your feelings of what you think his feelings were, you were being validated not only from his side, but from the girlfriend's side to you. Right. And then it's, it's, it's like also like, right. So it's also like, well, is he more concerned about hurting your feelings or hers? It's going to be yours. Than hers. Right. Which is kind of fucked up. Okay, hold on. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm a, just showing. This is a positive episode. Th- it is a positive because I'm showing the signs he's into you. That's a sign. I know, but it's like. Because he I, could go ahead and say and defend the friendship to the end. That's true. You know what I mean? It's not It's not the pretty. So basically, it doesn't look pretty. It's not like it, rainbows not always, and butterflies. No, it's not always perfect. But no, you're right. That is, that's some shady stuff, man. Mm-hmm. But no, those are facts, though. No, what you're saying is true. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's true. Oh, dang. Okay. So the Keep next, the next slide. <laughs> I'm trying to, it's a positive episode. <laughs> it's positive. And that's positive. I'm yeah. just in my head like. It's just reality, right? It's it's his it's, character's being questioned a lot right now. Yeah, yeah, because he should be like man enough to know, like Basically. I shouldn't be messing around with no. someone else's time in life. Basically, but we only get one life. We're not playing Sonic the Hedgehog. We don't get like five right. different lives. But he like had one. his awakening in like month two in his relationship. Now so. he had his awakening two, three years later, <laughs> and he's drugged her on like a two year engagement. Is like this is not really what I want. <laughs> all right, so I'm sorry. So then, like the next sign would be like, okay, well, first of all, I was like, have you guys ever hooked up in the past? Right? What? Looks- <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> you threw me for a so what if? Okay, I'm just. <laughs> so what if, like, there okay. was like an incident where you guys were, in, I don't know, in high school or something, and you guys kissed or something. Oh, that's different. Okay, hooked. Up, I don't know. Not not hooked up in the sense of like sexual, like just a regular like okay. little like, fl- like a quick fling. Right. Oh, in high school, not as grown in people. In high school oh, or like college or something. Yeah, but it still counts because something happened physically, right? But just kissing. 
for yes. space. We're not going. I, I mean, you're not... in within personal space of each other that in okay. that way. Okay. All right. Got a lot of questions. Okay. Yeah. Or like you slept over. I don't know. I'm just trying to like say that there's some sort of like small Foundation. intimate. Yeah. An intimate moment. Right. And you guys passed it. You guys were past it. You guys were friends, whatever. But does he ever bring it up again? He's probably, he's probably replaying that bad way in his head <laughs> over and over again. Does he talk about it he every so often? He probably talks about it in his sleep. Is the over. memory still living in his brain? Does it it probably is. And he's over you know? here building a whole like castle in life with you inside of it. You never know. You never you know. You never know. Yeah. It's, no, I think this is great. No, you did throw me for a loop initially, but I'm okay. <laughs> And then the other thing is, like, how often do you guys hang out alone versus with other people in a group? Oh, yeah. If you're always, like, at his house. Now, if he's playing video games, let that be. But um, you might be into video games, too. Or he might get you into video games. And all of a sudden, no, you guys not. are playing, like, I play video games you know, Call of Duty school. together. You guys are on the same team. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you could gain... New interest now. That's true. You're going to be gaming together because you know what? You've been in relation with all the other 1,500 people on that same headset with you and him too. But he's on your couch. <laughs> he brought that PlayStation over. <laughs> Those are facts. You know what? You got new interest. I just know don't come my way with a freaking video game. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then, you know, do other people notice that? Do they ask questions? I, I mean, I've been in yeah, situations I'm sure do. where... Have people, you gone yeah, from the friend zone to the end zone? No, but I've been asked questions before with my guy friends. Like, hey, are you dating so-and-so? Or are you guys together? Or they just assumed we are together. You know, but that's because I didn't realize that this person was trying to hang out with me that much. I just... Again, like you have True. to have the mutual, yeah. like reciprocation, and we didn't have that, and so I didn't notice it until that's true. That happened to me once too. My family, yeah. I remember, I had a going away party, and then I had friends there, and I had a good guy friend there, and I never forget. At the end, my my family's like, "So are you and that guy dating?" I said, "What are you talking about?" And they were like, "Yeah, you know that guy really likes you, right?" And I was like, "No, he doesn't. What are you talking about? He's my friend." And they're like, "That is not your friend." Mm -hmm. So sometimes you're very naive, totally, to that situation that's around you. Yep. Yeah. All right. I get it. <laughs> yeah. I'm having crying over here. I don't have video because I'm like too busy like laughing my head off. Um. So, but let, but let's let's move on. Let's talk about the challenge and the risk to and transitioning into that romantic uh, relationship. Oh yeah. I mean, this is uh. You know, there's there's a risk to to it all, especially if you have a a support system in this person. Okay. So like. You got to ask yourself, are you ready for that change? You know? I think that, yeah, that's true. Like, I think my, my one thing is, are you, I think the number one thing is, are you ready for if it does not work out? Right. You right. know, because that's the biggest thing. And it's a fear that you have, but you also can't go into this, this relationship fear-based like that. But you also need to be prepared for when it doesn't work out. So what does that relationship look like after that? Are you still close friends or you're the type of person when you can't be close friends after this mm -hmm. because you've crossed that line? Like you, you, you're basically risking an amazing friendship for a relationship that can probably debt the rest of that relationship for the rest of your life. Definitely, definitely. So you're basically playing Russian roulette with your friendship and your relationship. Right. And, and you know, another part to that too is like if this person is your go-to person – for anything, you know, mm -hmm. truly like about like if you're claiming as a him as a best friend, um, and once he's your, you know, your person, 
who do you go to now? Right. Like, mm-hmm. do you have like uh, like another support system or another support group that you can share your relationship problems to? If this was a, if this was your person to do that with to begin with. Yeah. You know, like, are you are you ready for that? Are you prepared for that? You're going to find a whole new friend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're going to find a new and it better not be step. another guy. <laughs> no, better not. You better go find another whole female friend. Call it a day because you're going to be you're going to be out because that person that you call all the time and whenever you need somebody, you're not going to be able to pick that phone up again. Right. Uh, but that's just a risk that you should really think about. And but I also, like I said before, don't be fear based in that. And and if it happens, it happens. And maybe you can be mature adults about it at the end. And if not, just move on because, you know, you'll find another best friend. <laughs> Hopefully, <laughs> I mean, I think I would. I mean, so. I, I also think that they're like that term, like you married, like I married my best friend. Like you should still have a separate best friend. Like there's your best friend, and then there's your husband. Oh yeah, yeah. Because you need checks and balances. I said this for all the sure. time. You're like, should I murder him or should I not murder him? You yeah. need the checks and balances to be like, girl, you need to sit down and talk to Jesus. Yeah. As opposed to you going through what you want to do. So yeah, I, I think that makes sense, mm-hmm. and I think that I also. You know, the other challenge is, are you ready for this change, right? Right, right. a friendship and a relationship are two, almost two different things. Because usually sometimes you get in a relationship, they were never your friend before, but they become your best friend, right? Mm-hmm. But then if you're going from that friendship a into... capacity. Not, they're not, yeah. not going to know... Yeah, no, no, no. Like, yeah, no. Yeah. But then, you know, they're not going to know things you've done, but not everything. But then now you've had that long-term friendship and now you have to transition that into a relationship. Like, how do you get out of that dynamic of just seeing each other, like you said, almost like that sibling effect to a romantic relationship then trying to keep it romantic? Like, how's that transition not going to fall back into that sibling weird thing because you've been doing that? Because you have so much history together. Yeah, so yeah. what do you do? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing. Like, you have so much history. You have the shared past with each other. Um what do you, what you should do is not bring that into the relationship. However, it's really hard yeah. not to bring up uh, past scenarios when you're in the midst of a relationship and you're in the midst of a argument or conversation that's like full heated, fully heated. Um, it's too easy to to say, well, I know that when you were with so and so, this is how you reacted, and that's what you're doing now. You know what I mean? Like that's. Mm-hmm. You got to be careful with um, throwing those kind of things into your partner's face. Yeah, because you know? that's a that's a that's an unhealthy boundary for sure, for sure. So um, so yeah, you really gotta. That's a challenge really think about and a this. risk right yeah, there. Yeah, that is. And I also like that you have like I think you mentioned this before your family ties, right? So what if it doesn't work out and you have your family rooting for both of you? Now it's like. What's happening here? How like how's that relationship work itself out? Right, totally. Uh, are they still are they still going to come to our house for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. or do we not, you know, see them anymore? But I think I already touched base on this anyway, where I said like you just need to be have mature conversations and just act like an adult. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Do it for the greater good. Your family show up when you need to show up. You ain't got to see this person all the time. Well, uh, another risk too, and depending on the family, sometimes family members think that they have the right to tell you more, you know, because they know mm-hmm. the so-and-so person. They're like, they feel like they have to tell you more information that you really want to know, uh, you know? And so I think there's like a a family boundary that you have to be careful with as well and making sure that you're not allowing um, people from your family to cross it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
even though they think that it's okay to do that because we are, we're all family. Yes, you know? like we're all family. We're not. We we're, all know each we're, other. We're not Fast and the Furious. We're not family right, right. now. We've we seen you since diapers. No. So like, no. no. No, we've had enough. Yeah. We've had enough. Yeah. Um, but no, that, that, yeah, that makes sense. But, you know, to wrap up this episode, though, I, I love this episode. So the question in the very end is happily ever after, question mark. Um, what do you do? I say go for it. Yeah, go for it. And like never say never, you know, like it's never say it's never going to happen because you're going to be the first one to bite that bullet. <laughs> you really are. Yeah, I yeah. mean it's 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 and it's okay. Like it's okay if it happens, you know. I think yeah. it, you know, is it worth it? I say yeah. I think mm-hmm. it's totally worth it. I think potential love is always worth um their time and the the risk, the challenges. I think it's it's, you know, at the end of the day if um even, you know, even if you had a spark for a quick second, it, you know, that means it was inevitable to happen, whether it's now or later. So why wait? Right. Excellent. Why wait? And and why not give yourself the opportunity of finding like true love, even That's if correct. it might be, you know, it, 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 there might be a loss in this love yeah. as well. I think you're right. And I love that you put friendship limbo. Out of it, yeah. Like, don't be in that friendship limbo. If you guys know that there's some sort of spark, feeling, anything in between you guys, like, just stop. Stop yeah. wasting your time. Yeah. You you want you're interested in each other. Just go for it. The fear isn't worth it. And I think you mentioned that before. It's just not. No. Fear and is always going to hold valuable. us back mm-hmm. from all the beautiful things that can happen out of, you know, all you know these these kind of relationship. So true. Just always remember time is valuable. And if you feel a certain type of way, express yourself, as Madonna would say. And yeah, uh, with that being said, I think this was a success, my Yeah, friends. I think uh, this was a, success, a, success, a, a <laughs> success as well. And I, you know, I'm all for it. I'm all yeah. for the friendships going, you know, from the friend zone to the end yeah, zone. Yeah, and take those good. risks, you know, try yeah. it out, you know, but do you at the end of the day. Yes. And let it be mutual. Yes, make sure it's mutual. Don't don't be one sided and become yeah, crazy. Yeah, because if it's not, then we got a problem. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's well, also if it's not, then you should also like if I'm not interested, you should also respect the boundaries. Like, hey, I, I think I'm gonna need to step back a little bit to give you your space and not, you know, not let you get deeper into your feelings. Yeah, I don't want a friendship that is gonna you're gonna be around just to. Um, just to hope that you're gonna be with me. Yeah, one don't day. don't don't play yourself for don't, like 20 don't, years. And or don't something. allow it for your friend either. No, and don't be coming to you on a wedding day like I've loved you all this time and now I want to tell you yeah. that's your problem, not mine. Leave me alone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that being said, I think we're done. <laughs> yeah, that was good. All right. I liked it. I love it. All right, Vanessa. Bye. See ya. <laughs>